0: Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. You may be seated. I don't know about you, but I always think of Christmas as being such a happy time. People seem to smile a lot more, and and they just seem to, to share and to care for one another more than, than the rest of the time. And, and it just seems to go on that way, that, that during that Christmas season, it just is, it's just special. And, and then we come to the 26th of December, and the ho, ho, ho becomes oh, hum. And we kind of lose some of the excitement of it all, and people kind of return back to normal, if they can figure out what normal is in our world today. When I was asked to preach today, I uh, said, Well, what, what do you want my focus to be? I said, I could preach about Christmas because this is the, the sixth, seventh day of Christmas, you know, and, and so we could talk about Juan's swimming uh, or Six Geese a Lane and all of that. And, and Pastor Bob didn't think that was a good idea. And I thought, okay, we could talk about. Um, Christmas and exchanging gifts and all that kind of stuff and he didn't get too excited about that either. And so then I thought well maybe we can talk about New Year's since this is New Year's Eve. And he kinda hesitated for a while on that one and before he could say no I I said okay we'll do that. (laughs) And, And so I think we're gonna kinda focus on that a little bit because because I think as we go through Christmas, and, and right in, inserted in there is this New Year's Eve, New Year's Day kind of time. And, and you know that it's special. And so how many of you are going to stay up to watch the ball drop in New York City, then go to bed? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the plan for us, too. Yeah, because who wants to stay up to midnight our time? But it's kind of that special time as we think about that. And so that's what we kind of focus on this morning. And we're gonna use the story of the parable that Jesus told of the fig tree as kind of an example of that. And maybe that is why we want to talk about in terms of looking at our new year and what it all means. We move quickly from the celebration of Christmas to the celebration of a new year. Now today, more people are going to make resolutions than at any other time in, at, at, during the year. And uh, tomorrow, more people will already break those resolutions than at any other time during the year, because that's just the kind of the way it goes. And so this morning we're going to look about it. We're not going to be looking at resolutions, but we're going to be looking at looking past and looking ahead. the fig tree. I didn't know anything about the fig tree. I've never had one growing in my yard, and I don't really know much about it, except somehow it produces Fig Newtons. (laughs) But the fig tree, I found out, takes about three years after it's planted before it starts producing figs. And it produces three crops during the course of a year. And it produces crops, it produces figs over a 10-month period. So for 10 months, it is producing figs or a crop. And sometimes it was planted frequently. In fact, it was planted in the middle of vineyards because if you didn't get a crop from the grapes for whatever reason, the fig tree would still usually produce. And so here Jesus tells this parable about the fig tree. And he begins by saying about the vine dresser comes and the owner of the vineyard comes to the vine dresser and says, um, three years. I've been looking at this fig tree to produce and it hasn't done anything yet. Cut it down, which the vine dresser pleads. Oh, oh, sir, give it, give it one more year. I'll fertilize it, I'll water it, I'll, one more year and, and we'll see if we can't get some production out of this fig tree and have it produce for us, give me one more year, to which the owner of the vineyard says, okay, one more year. And so there we go. God has repeatedly called his people to follow him. Throughout the Old Testament, we have this refrain from God I will be your God and you will be my people. And God is constantly asking the people to come and to join with him and to have a relationship with him. And repeatedly, they fall away. And he says to them, I'll give you one more year. I will be your God and you will be my people and I will give you more time and God makes another appearance to us. Here is the message of God's love made to us again on this New Year's Eve, that he wants to be our God and he wants us to be his people. And he wants to share with us about his love. And so that brings us to the fig tree. Why was this fig tree not producing. We don't know. But that's why the owner wanted to cut it down. So what about us? The fig tree wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. It was not useful. And the fig tree needed to be to producing. Because the fig tree was useless, it was de- it's- It was going to be inviting destruction. As you look back over this past year, were you useful? Did you do the things that you were supposed to do? The ultimate test of any person is of what use are you to God? Now really, you are the only one who can answer that question. This does mean that you'd have to do great things for God. If God needs something done, he has to find someone to do it. And that can be even the small little things that God is finding you to do. Be by by being useful in the ordinary, everyday things, we end up being useful to God. The second thing is, were you an asset? The tree was taking up space, it was taking up water, it was taking up fertilizer, it was taking up all these things and wasn't producing anything. There seems to be two kinds of people in the world. There are those that take more out than they put in and there are those who put more in than they take out. Are you leaving the world a better place? than it was before you were here? And what about this past year? Did you do anything to improve the world? We have all come into this world at the risk of somebody's life. We have been nourished and cared for. We have inherited freedoms that we did not really do much to earn or create. And as you look back on this past year, were you an asset? We are living in a world where there is a tendency to try to extract more and, to, and, and more and more for less and less work. At the heart, at the, at, his, as, at the, this basis, this is not an economic problem, but it's a moral one. Now the, all the problems of the world can be solved if men and women everywhere attempted the Christian duty of putting more into that than taking more out. The real Christian test at the end of the world, at the end of the year, rather, and also at the end of your life is not what did you get out of life, but what did you put in? And number three. This past year, did you realize your possibilities? The fig tree by nature was a tree that was supposed to produce figs. I am not a biology major. I barely got through biology classes. But I understand a little bit about DNA. The fig tree had the DNA that it was supposed to produce figs. You and I have a DNA that God has created in us, and God has given us, each one of us, different kinds of gifts. God has enabled you and equipped you to do whatever it is that he wants you to do. And did you accomplish anything with that this year? God does not want you or expect you to do more than you can. But he does expect you to ask to the limit of your capabilities. And the Bible will refer to this as stewardship, being a steward of what God has given to you. So how do you evaluate yourself in 2023? As you look back on the year, was it a good year? Did you do what you wanted to do, or did you kind of slide through, or did you have just a terrible year and things didn't work, or you had a great year and it was one that you just want to mark down in terms of underlining and say, oh, this was good. This was a good year. And can you really be honest about it? Were you useful? Were you an asset? Did you realize your possibilities? The purpose of doing all of this is self-evaluation at the end of the year. Is to finally say, God be merciful to me, a sinner. Because as we get to the end of another year, we can look back at all those times in which we didn't live the way God would want us to live. We didn't carry out the activities that God would want us to do. We didn't share with the possibilities that God has enabled us to do. The gardener asked for one more year for the fig tree, and it was granted. It is always Jesus' way to give a person another chance. And really, as we come to the end of 2023, we look at a God who is merciful to us once again. It's always his way of doing it. Because God is infinitely kind to the person who admits his or her failures. Missing the mark is one of the definitions for sin that the Bible has. The story is told about the farmer who had this big barn And in the middle of it were targets all over the barn. And in the middle of each target was an arrow. And a man was driving by, and he saw this, and he thought, wow, that's really remarkable. All those targets up there, and in the middle of each one is an arrow right smack dab in the middle. So he decided he's going to stop and see this farmer who was able to shoot these arrows and put it right in the middle of the target all the time. And the farmer said, well, I actually have a confession. I shoot the arrow, and then I draw the target. (laughs) And do we do that in our own life? We say, this is what I'm going to do. And if I don't do it, well, this is what I really wanted to do. We draw the target where the arrow was. And God comes to us, and God in his great gift to us is always giving us forgiveness. He gives it to us again and again. God is the God of another chance. We're not told the next part of the parable of the fig tree. You know, what happened if the owner comes back one year later after he's given one more year and the fig tree hasn't produced yet. What, what happens then? I kind of think since this story is really about God and Jesus, I think he'd probably give it one more year again. Because that's just the nature of God. That's just the nature of what he does. This is a story about Jesus, and Jesus gives us the nourishment that we need to live our Christian life. He reminds us of our baptism. He gives us his word. We hear again that our sins are forgiven. We receive again the forgiveness that God gives to us in his body and blood, the assurance that we are part of his family, and our sins are forgiven. God gives us all that nourishment And unfortunately, sometimes we just plain know it. For one more year, as God says in the epistle reading today, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Are you facing the near you're afraid of what might happen to you? Things to be in, in our world seem to be in chaos and much seems to be out of control. Maybe like me, you are wondering what is going to happen this year? What am I going to experience? Don't face today and don't face the new year acting as if the battle is lost. Christ is the victor, Psalm 98, the Lord has announced his victory and has revealed his promise to love and be faithful to his people. The whole earth has seen the salvation of our God. It wasn't done intentionally as I look at why December 25th was selected to be the day for Christmas and just a few days later, we have a new year. I think those are one of the God-planned accidents because God wants us, as we face a new year, to be reminded of the fact that he came. Again, in Psalm 18, the Lord is king forever. Let those who worship other gods be swept from the land. Joy to the world, for Jesus rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and the wonders of his love. And wonders of his love and wonders, wonders of his love. Happy New Year, as we experience again, another year, the wonders of his love. Would you pray with me? Dear Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the love that you have given to us and for the blessings that we have experienced This past year, dear Lord, forgive us our sins and enable us in this new year to be reminded again of your great love for us. And that you will be with us today, tomorrow and for another year, one more year. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And all God's children said,